That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today, and have you done your weekly review? Hey, James. I'm doing pretty good today. And yes, I have done my weekly review, or as I call it, my excellent organizational workflow. Meow. Um, I keep playing with the name, so that's the latest rendition. <laughs> and uh, yes, I, I spent about a half an hour today meowing, and it was a very pr- fruitful uh, review, revealing big problems in my upcoming week schedule. <laughs> ah. <laughs> How about you? Um, uh, I think I did a purr, which is a... <laughs> procrastinating underlying <laughs> review um so i did not do a weekly review i had a inkling to simplify my review down to a mini review which is closer to the meow um but i didn't even get to do that today um but i did get a lot of things that had been pending done uh today um yeah which was uh uh i had to i went in for a checkup like a just a regular checkup checkup um mm-hmm. but it's been a while because covid kind of made me reluctant to go in to see the doc mm-hmm. um and then uh you know the regular blood work and et cetera and so forth and uh uh, don't have any numbers or anything back, but my blood pressure is normal, so that's good. Yay! Um, that's awesome. So that was good to know. And um, let's see. Uh, and what else? Yeah. So that was the the that was some pending stuff that uh, now all checked off in the in the the health column. So that's good. And um, how about your weekly to do? Well, shall we listen to the band? Oh yeah, let's they, bring they have him a in. job. I think there's a musicians union that's involved, so don't uh, yeah. don't cut them out. The weekly to do, yeah, the weekly to do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to do. All right, they get their scale. <laughs> You know how many royalties we've gotten from that gene? None. Not one dime. <laughs> um, I did my weekly review. I'm oh, sorry. My weekly to-do, which was to go to Global Entry and get my Global Entry interview squared away. And I went. It happened. It was fine. Um, supposedly get a card in the mail in a couple of weeks. The only thing that I want to point out is like talk about trying to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory is that only like an hour beforehand, I thought to myself, well, I should go to the website and just make sure I'm bringing all the right, if any, pieces of paper that I need to bring. 
And in the process of doing that, I, I, I had read this before, but I glossed over it. It was something like PDX, blah, 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 construction, blah, 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 whatever. I'm like, oh, that's fine. I, I'm, I'm, I still can get to PDX or whatever, which is our airport abbreviation. And this time I actually read it and it said, so we moved the uh, global entry interviews to this building, you know, off the airport property nearby. And here's the address. And so I would have just gone to the airport like la-di-da had I not looked that up right beforehand. And I would have been in the airport asking people, they'd be like, oh, no, this is like over, you know, like by the Doubletree suites or embassy suites and whatever. And I'd be like going, you know, getting all stressed out for missing my appointment that I made. I checked it out. Like I made this appointment eight months ago. So anyway, I just want to say (laughs) that if you've got one appointment and it takes months to get it and you can't get another one for months, it it behooves you to double check the the details um, and don't assume you know where it is or what you need to have. Especially when there's like an alert that comes up when you look at your reservation. That well, I'm very <laughs> glad. I'm really glad you read it because sometimes those alerts are like, uh, remember that COVID is ha- like so many COVID related alerts show up that I yes. kind of stopped reading alerts also. So, yeah, because um, it's usually like, and especially is. These days, with so many restrictions being lowered, like um, they very often are just like cover your butt verbiage that isn't useful at all. Um, That's right. So I can totally see, especially we're kind of alert blind these days. Um, so I'm so glad you actually made it to your interview, and that's great. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, do you remember what my weekly to-do was? Yes, your weekly to-do was um, fence repair. Oh, you see. <laughs> it's always when you don't remember what your weekly to-do even was, there's a, there's a high <laughs> probability that you didn't do it. <laughs> so I found the the people, like I found the old emails, but I still, and I went out and took pictures of the fence, that, mm-hmm. but I have not written them yet. Um, but so that I will roll over into my next weekly to do. Um, I did, however, um, apply for my global entry renewal. Oh, good. And um, it, the application was approved without me needing to go in for an interview. Yeah. So I Good. was wondering, is this like your third time renewing global entry? No, it's my second time. It's the same as you. I think that they, you know, in response to just being so overbooked, they started to realize that having people come in might be overkill. Um, but um, that's what, you know, once you're in the system for an interview, there was no like box that says, you know what? I don't feel like it. What right, can I right. Do? So, uh, yeah. Um, 
I, that's great because I did read that on the site, like when I was reading the FAQs um, in preparation for my appointment. And I thought, really, that sounds nice for some people not to even have to go. So anyway, good. I'm glad that you don't have to go. So you won't have to worry about all the correct yes stuff and, that I worried about. And it wasn't even like an online, like a video interview just was your your Mm -hmm. read up for the next time i'm sure they'll get me next time for for an interview but um i was very surprised i was not expecting that at all um so uh that's that's one that's a five-year five-year uh recurring task done (laughs) ka-ching check mark I don't think check marks don't make a ka-ching sound. Those are no. those are dollars. I don't know what <laughs> what noise to check. I guess they make little uh, yeah. little noise like that. Um so that was so I'll 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 call that a win for a weekly to do even though it wasn't my weekly to do. Okay. That's a w- big win. That you you just got out of all kinds of work that I had to do and uh, got the same thing accomplished. So the other Ooch. thing that was kind of funny, as I was, you know, because you have to refill out your information, and they mm-hmm. want to know like what countries you traveled to in the last five years, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, having COVID in there, the list, like, and what where you traveled besides Canada and Mexico. Um, so the place I travel to most is Canada, um, like mm-hmm. yearly. Um, but there was only like one place. No, like, yes, there's only one place that I traveled to in the window that they wanted. And I was like, like, they're going to be like, why do you even need global entry? You never, you never leave <laughs> the country. Um, but part of that is just because I wasn't traveling anywhere for two years. Right. Yeah, I mean, I definitely g- just going there and getting out my passport and looking. I'm thinking, I would like to use that passport again <laughs> and uh, go places. So it'll happen, or it won't. But we need it to renew it anyway. So exactly, mm-hmm. it's done. Um, so we uh before the show we were talking and um. A couple of episodes back, you were talking about um, dog walking, um, mm-hmm. and um, then uh, uh, you had a a dog a dog walking uh, incident, I guess. Yes, um, <laughs> I did. Yeah, it was only like episode two eleven, so just like three episodes ago, end of a- April. We had an episode titled Dog Walking for Productivity. And I was talking about how much I like to have um, dog walking in my schedule because it's a good way to break up the day and it's it's exercise and getting outside and also hanging out with dogs, which I love. And how, you know, that it's how interesting it is that adding something to your day can make you more productive. Um, on your other stuff because you kind of, you know, you don't just sit there all day like staring at your computer screen trying to 
um, figure out what to do next. And so, or I should say, I don't sit there all day because um, sometimes I, I do lose my focus if I don't have something scheduled. So, um, yeah, last week I was walking. I've been walking the same dog. So there's I have two dog walking act, activity categories. One is that I walk my neighbor's dogs, usually with my neighbor, um, every morning. That is just for fun and socialization, um, socializing and exercise. And I don't charge for that. <laughs> but then I also have been doing dog walks through the Rover app, which is like Lyft for dog walking. And um, I, 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 I got a request in April from somebody who lived very close by uh, to walk her dog twice a week. And um, I had been walking him since sort of mid-April. And then um, for some reason, the last time I walked him, uh, end of last week, the dog got kind of went kind of nuts biting me <laughs> and like like hopping around and jumping up in my face and barking at me and tearing my clothes and 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 literally biting me you know on my arms and legs um but luckily you know I was fully clothed so and the dog's teeth were not so sharp that they um they tore through you know to my skin but it was really I've never been bitten by a dog ever in my life. And so um, it was traumatic and it was very under um, undermining of like my confidence sort of. Absolutely. General, you know, like, yeah. So um, I did post about it. Um, initially, I was like, oh, I know people will be upset to read this because um, it is a scary thing. And I'm going to be okay. Um, but by the same token, you know, I've gotten into the habit now of reviewing my Microdot blog posts, my own, you know, blog on Microdot blog every day, um, looking at the, you know, on this day category um, to say, oh, look at that from, you know, a year or four years or five or whatever years ago. And so... I thought to myself, you know, this is like something that happened to you that you're you're going to look back at and have thoughts about. And so if you don't post about it at all, it'll just be sort of, you know, hanging around in your memory, mm -hmm. but not. So I, I decided to post about it and try not to over make it sound overly traumatic, but it's pretty hard to to you know just uh brush off the the idea that there's a semi large carnivorous creature is like trying to bite you and uh, you don't know what to do and I, I i mean i guess i learned i'm no dog whisperer um i just i i was surprised and i think you know my surprise and kind of shock kind of fueled the entertainment value <laughs> of the incident from the dog's point of view that, oh, something is happening. Let's oh. see if we can make it happen again. 
So, um, I, you know, I'm, tr that's part of the, yeah, like the self-confidence factor, which is, um, I think I'm pretty good with dogs and I'm not afraid of them generally, but, um, now I, I mean, there's one dog I won't walk again. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I told the owner that, you know, immediately after the walk and I felt, and I felt bad, which again, I shouldn't feel bad. I didn't do anything wrong. Um, but I, you know, I know that that dog um, and the owner are going to have to get it together um, to be able to continue with other walkers. And, um, but yeah, what can I do? I can't pretend that the dog didn't lose it. Um, right. And on. it's better, <laughs> better to let the owner know, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I am feeling a lot better. I think I, I texted you on that day and said, oh, I am, I'm ready to curl up in a little ball <laughs> in my room and, uh, just stay here while I feel sad and, and traumatized, um, so that lasted for about a day and a half. And then I got, I went over to my neighbor's house and I said, let's hang out with the dogs. Let's, I'm going to come over and just hang out with them and pet them. And so we did that on Sunday and, you know, just was good to say, you know what, you're, you're pretty good with dogs. <laughs> and not every dog is going to start biting you and seriously wounding you. <laughs> yes. Just, you know, it's not, it's not a, a regular thing. And so, well, so that, and it's yeah. very good that you were able to go interact with a dog shortly after, because mm -hmm. um, it is much better to, uh, you know, get back on the horse, as they say, but yeah. <laughs> um pet the dog soon after. Um, I haven't had any recent bad experiences with dogs, but as a child, um, we had a neighbor with a very mean Dalmatian. Um, and uh, I think I got nipped by the Dalmatian and definitely some scratches from mm -hmm. the, like, front paws Jumping but it was mm -hmm. but it was more like like in terms of actual physical injuries it wasn't bad um but just in terms of like being really scared of that dog um absolutely um but fortunately i i like didn't develop like a, a overall fear of of dogs and then there was another dog that that nipped me once um mm -hmm. like a few years later but um so I'd never have thought of myself as a dog whisperer at all. Um, <laughs> but on the other hand, you know, so it's like a healthy respect for, for dogs, but I still like am very friendly with them and they don't, just seeing them doesn't scare me. Seeing a mean dog scares me, but, <laughs> uh, but I think that's, that's kind of what they're going for. Um, a mean dog. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's, so I, I think, I don't know what I'm going to do going forward from the, you know, the, whether I'm going to, I canceled all my bookings that I had with this dog and I closed off my calendar 
um, on Rover for the next couple months because I just didn't. The last thing I wanted was somebody saying like, hey, you want to walk our dog? You know, she's really sweet and whatever. Like I needed some days to at least uh, get over it. Uh, I, I mean, I think I'm over it. But um, I'm not in a big rush to find another dog to walk. I think if I, I might go in on my profile and just say I'm only willing to walk dogs up to this size, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I put myself down for large dogs, which normally I don't have a problem with. Um, but I think I'll take large dogs off the, off the menu. And, uh, cause that's part of it. it there's, you know, and a dog is, this dog wasn't huge, but he was, you know, close to 50 pounds and, um, and a jumper and a puppy. I mean, he wasn't a fully grown, some kind of retriever pit bull mix. And, uh, I, yeah. So I may, maybe I will put myself down for, see if I get any dog gigs for some, you know, little Lhasa Apsas or, (laughs) um, you know, a, 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 an elderly chihuahua or two. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so it, it definitely, it had a, it definitely had effect on me because I had been feeling so pleased with this schedule and this activity and the, the contemplating not doing it anymore made me, you know, feel kind of depressed. And um, last week when we talked about, I talked about getting my lift papers in order so I could drive again because there was some kind of red tape involving City Hall that I didn't have straightened out. And while we were talking, I literally talked myself out of driving for Lyft anytime soon because, you know, if masks are not required, um, it doesn't appeal to me. And so I'm like, gosh, you know, both those things, Lyft driving and dog walking were were kind of my hobbies. They paid money, but it definitely is not a money-making venture for me. Um, but they gave me a sense of accomplishment and a sense of getting things done that I don't get from uh, quite the same from the kind of more complex projects that I work on for micro.blog or for Kaleidoscope. And so... Um, I don't know. Maybe the, what's the latest gig app? I want to try that. <laughs> I've tried delivering food, and maybe I'll go back to that. But the problem with delivering food is when your car smells of food, um, which um, could be good or bad, but it's it's definitely a thing. And you have to park to go pick up the food from the place, and then you have to park again to drop off the food to the people. Whereas for driving for Lyft, you know, you pick the people up and drop them off, you know, at the curb. And while Portland is not New York City, it's still, um, there's places, especially where restaurants are, where it's tricky to park. And um, so, I don't know. I I don't think I would like to go back to that. Maybe I would do, I actually signed up for Instacart 
at the beginning of the pandemic, I thought maybe I'll go deliver groceries for other people. But then the, when the pandemic got going, I realized, no, I don't even want to go to the grocery store for myself. Uh, but I go now to the grocery store masked, and I think I would be okay with doing that. So I don't know. It, 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 there's just a there's a learning curve though too to figuring out the system and and honestly the the delivering of of non inanimate objects is kind of boring compared to driving people right or dr- walking dogs you know like you have some kind of uh you know social aspect even if it's just socializing with a dog so. That is true. And yet, I'm guessing you have never been attacked by a bag of groceries. (laughs) No, I have never been attacked by a bag of groceries. Although you could like drop something on your foot or something like that. Yeah, that's true. But I think um, I can absolutely see where uh, it would be like depressing or demoralizing to, especially since, you know, we talked through. Uh, a few episodes ago, all the benefits or things you really mm-hmm. liked about dog walking. Um, and then suddenly you have this very, <coughs> this very bad experience. But mm-hmm. I think um, the notion of just taking smaller dogs, um, at least for now, I mean, you could always mm-hmm. work your way up if you feel more, you know. <laughs> Um, I don't mean that in a like. No, no, I know. But, you know, what you just, mean. just you know, it's not it because it's it's probably an outlier that that happened to you yes. with that particular yes. dog. Um, and um, so you would, you know, it would be a way that you would lessen the risk of something like that happening again in the near term, but still have a. Like most of the or all of the benefits of what you were looking forward to in dog mm-hmm. walking, so I think that's actually that sounds like a really good um, solution or compromise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'll do it, and I think also on my profile, I'm going to emphasize that I am best for you know um, last minute dog walks like. While I liked having a schedule in some regards, I also felt a schedule, you know, of this specific twice a week times that I had to be there. Um, you know, it's just having that kind of commitment stresses me out. And so I um, I think, you know, I can be people's backup, you know, dog walker when their regular dog walker is unavailable. Um, I'm a good person to fill in, so we'll see. Well, it, it, it will it will work out, but yeah. Um, and like you said, even there, there's a learning curve, right? As to like getting mm-hmm. to know what you prefer and and what have you in terms of yeah scheduled and long term or like I I have to say that uh, like being available for you know somebody gets called away for something an emergency out of town or on business having mm-hmm. somebody that you know able to walk the dog like last minute is incredibly valuable so mm-hmm. um i say that with a cat that sometimes needs looking after uh mm-hmm. 
on short notice. Um, <laughs> it also occurred to me that since you now have your global entry, that you could become a international dog walker and <laughs> just fly to other countries to walk dogs in exotic locales, um, mm-hmm. like a French bulldog in France, and you know, just <laughs> a German shepherd. That's right. You go to Yorkshire and walk some terriers. Um, <clears throat> And it, you know, like you could idea. you could match them up so that you know they're they're based on the locale, or it could just be any 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 dog. Um, although, stay away from those German shepherds because they're on the big side. Um, yeah. So we don't want to, we want we don't want those at the moment. Um, no, dachshunds dachshunds will be fine. <laughs> that's true. You can go to Norwich. They, they have these adorable terriers. But yes. Um. Do you have anything else for this episode? No, I think it does it for me. And thank you for asking. Um, I feel I I feel a lot better, and I I think you know sometimes life just hands you a or whatever serves you a curveball that was not in the plan, and you got uh, you gotta always be you can't always be expecting that but when it happens you kind of have to get back on back, <laughs> let me go for all the mixed metaphors <laughs> back on the horse as you said back in the saddle that's right back, back on track um and uh i actually feel like it i did pr- pretty well this time with a not too much um downtime so was good. Excellent. Yes. So I'm glad you got back on the horse you rode in on that you led to water but couldn't make it drink. Um, and then and then we started beating it after it was dead. Um, <clears throat> and with that, uh, let's wrap up this episode so we can all get back to mixing our metaphors and maybe a drink or two. Um <laughs> So it's time to wrap up this episode, and uh, you, well, if you have had been thrown a curveball um, or thrown from a metaphysical horse lately um, and wanted to share your tale, we'd love to hear from you. Um, you can always find us on the internet. Um, we are at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at theweeklyreview. Um, and you can always email us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. Now, it'd be great if you'd rate or review this podcast. It helps new listeners find us. It helps us find new listeners, and it makes us smile anytime you contact us, rate us, or review us, because we love to know what you're thinking. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. you got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things